Well, hey, the Ducks are very close to breaking a record. Not a particularly good one. We'll talk about that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, and thanks for making this your first lesson of the day. This podcast can be found on several platforms, including YouTube and ad-free on Amazon Prime, so check it out there. All right, uh, to peel back the curtain a little bit, um, as some of you may have guessed, I've been a little bit, you know, under the weather. Voice had not been 100%. I have not been 100%. So just trying to get through the last couple of weeks because, you know, I've got AHL stuff. So i got the Firebirds. So just trying to get through the next couple of weeks before a hopeful break. Hopefully. Mm, we'll see about that. All right. So let's talk about this record that the Ducks are going to almost certainly set. I'm going to do what I've done several times. I'm just going to curl off to the side right here and just talk about this stupid record because there it is right there. As you can see, the Ducks right now have allowed 3,017 shots on goal. That's shots against in one season in NHL history. They are now officially fourth. So this graphic is now legit the top four teams as far as allowing shots. The 94 Kings, they were just like super fast-paced, allowing everything. The 75 Capitals, that was an expansion-type team. The 93 Sharks, that was an expansion-type team. That was a team that played at the Cow Palace, for crying out loud. And now you have the Ducks, not an expansion team. There is so much wrong with this. First off, 3,017 shots in only 77 games. That is seven games fewer than the top mark. They're only 63 shots away from breaking the all-time NHL record for shots against. They're not only going to break this record, they're going to obliterate it. Because there are five, five games left on this schedule And to allow 63 shots on five games, that'd be an average of 12.6 shots per game. Look, that ain't happening. The Ducks are not going to allow only 13 shots per game. Not this Ducks team. No way. Not in five games. (laughs) So this record's going to get broken. Big time. What does that say about the Ducks? That says that The goalies have been overworked tremendously this season. You know, John Gibson, he has been severely overworked. Lukas Dostal, he's been overworked not just in Anaheim, but in San Diego as well. The goals have allowed almost the most shots on goal this season as well. So Dostal has been going through it. Anthony Stolarz, he was getting a big workload and then he got hurt. So now it's Gibby and Dostal. And for those two guys... To put up with as many shots as they have. Those two have put up with a lot of crap this season. A lot of crap. And this kind of proves it right here. To see the sheer amount of shots that have been allowed by the Ducks this season. That's appalling. It's appalling 
to actually see the stats look like this. It, it It's unimaginable to me that the Ducks have been this bad defensively. And I got to go back to earlier this season. I've mentioned this several times. When Jimmy Dreisel got hurt, I said the defense is already bad. It's going to get worse. And it certainly has gotten worse. I could recall a Ducks team that used to be actually kind of decent defensively. Remember when the Ducks were actually a little bit decent on defense? We can go back a little bit, right? We can go back to, oh, I don't know. What what year should I choose? Oh, I know what year I want to choose. The 2007 Anaheim Ducks. Now, I'm choosing that team for obvious reasons. Very obvious reasons. Because while the Ducks were good offensively, I don't think we talk enough about how excellent that team was defensively. First off, just by the shots allowed, they only allowed 27 and a half shots per game. They were well below the average, or they were above average as far as team defense. That was one of the best teams defensively, certainly one of the best Ducks teams defensively that we'd ever seen. And we don't talk about that enough. We don't give the Ducks enough credit for just having such a complete team in 2007. What we talk about, oh, we talk about the great scoring the Ducks had. We talk about how Andy Mack stepped up in the playoffs. We talk about how Ryan Gesloff and Corey Perry, they were scoring points. Yeah, we, we get that. We remember how good they were offensively. They were also good at that too. The Ducks were amongst, they were above average as far as team offense that season as well. But team defense, they were way above average. Let's talk about that. Losing Josh Manson, that was big. Losing Hampus Lindholm, that was even bigger. And you want to talk about, you know, the Ducks need offense. The Ducks need someone like a John Klingberg offensively. Well, how about the Ducks need someone defensively? Where's the talk about that? Absolutely nowhere. So to see this record just get shattered on this pace right now, the Ducks are set to allow another 194 shots on goal. And if they keep up this pace, that would put them at 3,211. That would be over 100 points clear of the current record. We cannot have that. We just can't. If the Ducks expect to be a better team next year, it has to start on defense. Yes, the goal scoring has to come somewhere, but they cannot allow these kind of records to happen. They just cannot shatter records like this and expect to come back on offense. No, they've got to pick up some guys that can just play shut down hockey in the neutral zone. They've got to get guys that are not going to allow teams to just, you know, olay themselves into the offensive zone. They cannot play bullfighting matador defense and just let the guys in. Oh, here you come, bull. Here you come. Whoosh. There you go. No, we cannot let that happen. And it's going to take a lot more than coaching changes to rid themselves of this historically bad mark.
It's bad, folks. You see the numbers right there. Only 77 games. They might catch Washington next game. They're playing Edmonton. They're 47 shots away from catching Washington, and they're going to do it in fewer games. Ugh, that's bad, folks. And I totally expect the Oilers to get, like, 50 shots on the Ducks tomorrow night. I totally expect it. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission and talk about the last couple of games Ducks have played. Folks, it is not pretty. I will get to that on the other side. But first, I want to talk to you guys about... One of our newest sponsors, Game Time. That's right. If you don't already have the Game Time app, what are you waiting for? I've had this app for a while. I love this app. It's great because, you know, I can get some last second tickets at very low prices. And just to show you how low some of these prices are, I'm going to look at, I don't know, some team in Anaheim. No, not the Ducks. I'm talking about the Anaheim Angels. Yes. I'm saying the Anaheim Angels. How about this coming Sunday? Yeah, I'm talking about this coming Sunday where you can get an Otani clear bag and look at these ticket prices. $5, $8, $10. Yes, I'm looking at this right now. Five, eight, and $10. Right now, you can get those tickets for a very low price on the Game Time app. And also, check this out. If you want, you can get $20 off your first purchase by using the promo code LOCKEDONNHL. That's right. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL to get $20 off your first purchase at GameTime. You know what? You can get like a $25 Angels ticket, $20 off. It's really cheap. So once again, download the GameTime app. Sports Ticket app. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason JD Hernandez. As we got to talk about these last couple games the Ducks have played because they have been just ugly, folks. We got to start with the game on April 1st. And in case you missed it we had a little fun on april 1st if you didn't see it we had an old an old host come back she did a very good job i think and while she did talk about edmonton an awful lot on this one i'm gonna do the same i mean what can i talk about the ducks scoring no goals yeah they scored no goals not much to talk about there one thing i do want to talk about on this game, John Gibson left the game due to a lower body injury. He did not play the rest of Saturday, did not play Sunday. So we'll see how that affects him the next couple of games. But I mean, Gibby did practice. So I expect that Gibby will play maybe another game or two this season. And that might be it. I think Dostal is going to get at least three of the final five starts the rest of the way. That's what I see happening. So Gibby, a couple more games. He did allow a few goals in this one. In fact, Gibby allowed a total of five goals in this one. Jack Campbell, he he was good. He was fine. He stopped all 36 shots. Some of them were pretty decent shots. But man, just so many shots allowed by the Ducks once again. 
Um, a total of 45 shots from Edmonton. Dostal saved all but nine of them. So Dostal came in in relief. Um, he did come in at a time where the Oilers were just pummeling the Ducks. Zach Hyman scored his 34th already. Dreisaitl scored twice in the second period. Then Connor McDavid scored, did his thing. And this one was the killer. The Ducks had a power play and blew it. They allowed a shorthanded goal. To be fair, it was a pretty nice goal. Leon Dreisaitl completed the hat trick for his 50th goal of the season. 5-0. 50 goals. Wow. That's a lot of goals. And this is where I'm going to talk about the Oilers for the rest of the segment because... I know this is a Ducks podcast, but I should at least mention this because this is worth mentioning because this is NHL historical numbers here. Leon Dreisaitl scored his 50th goal of the season. McDavid scored his 62nd goal of the season. This is the first time since the 95-96 season that a pair of players has scored 50 or more goals. In fact, on that season... The two players scored 60-plus goals. 95-96, Mario Lemieux scored 69 goals. Nice. And Yarmer Yager scored 62 goals that season. So, in fact, that's the last time two goal scorers hit the 60 mark while they're on the same team. Hey, you know what? Dreisaitl could possibly get 60. I mean, the Oilers are playing the Ducks again later on. I could see it happen. I could see Dreisaitl getting a goal or two against the Kings later on tonight. I could see Dreisaitl getting another hat-trick at the Pond tomorrow night. I could totally see it. He could hit 60. And this just shows you how special those two guys are. Connor McDavid is one of the most gifted goal scorers that the NHL has ever seen. Ever seen. Leon Dreisaitl is one of those guys that's packing a stellar punch in net. We could be seeing the second coming of Mario Lemieux and Yarmer Yager. Those two guys did score a lot of goals together. In fact, going back to like, you know, the 91 season, when you started seeing guys score 50 goals. Now that Penguins team, they were led by Kevin Stevens in scoring. So don't let that fool you. But Mario Lemieux was also scoring a crap ton of goals in the late 80s. Lemieux scored like 80, I think it was like 85 in one season, which was just ridiculous. And he didn't even play every game. If Lemieux had played every game that season, he could have hit the 90 mark. And still to this day, that is one of the highest goal marks in a season. Could he have topped Gretzky if Lemieux had played every game in that 89 season? Well, possible. Gretzky's still the record holder with 92 in a season. Also an Oiler. And this is kind of where I want to circle back with the Ducks. Connor Bedard could be that type of player. He could be a 50-goal scorer in the NHL. How sweet would it be? If the Ducks land Connor Bedard, a possible 50-goal scorer, and I'm, I've am i seen some scouts say, yeah, he could be that guy. He could be a 50-goal scorer in the National Hockey League in years to come. 
And we're seeing it right now with Connor McDavid. Because we saw how much Edmonton tanked back then. They tanked big time. They got the number one pick. Connor McDavid is a great talent. Connor Bedard has the capability. He has the ceiling of being that type of talent. But to have two guys do it on the same team, that is some Pittsburgh Penguins type of crap. And you know what the Penguins did? You know what they did? They won back-to-back titles. They won in 91 against the North Stars. They won in 92 against, I want to say, the Blackhawks. That is special type of numbers. Something that you do not see anymore. So, you know, what What do you do if you're the Ducks? You got to lose out. You got to go after Connor Bedard. You got to have the best chances to get Connor Bedard in this coming draft. All right. I spent the last seven minutes talking about the Oilers. I'm going to talk about that other game really quickly. We'll get to that after the second intermission, so stay locked in. But first, I want to talk to, you, talk to you guys about the best tasting protein bar ever, and that is Built Bar. That's right. Built Bar is back and better than ever with just so many stellar flavors that you could try. You could get it at your local Walmart, your local Sam's Club, or go to BuiltBar.com or Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. All right, let's talk about that other game that took place. I talked about the April Fool's edition. I want to talk about the other game, the one against the Calgary Flames. I watched this one from beginning to end, and I don't know why I chose to watch this one from beginning to end, but I like Frank Vetrano a lot. He could be a guy that could help with this rebuild. Vetrano scored his 20th goal of the season. He could get career highs in points and goals this season. There's five games left. But Frank Vetrano did score late in the game. He's got 20 goals and 39 points this season. The 39 points ties a career high. He did that with Florida about five years ago. His career high in goals is 24. He might not get there, but I could see him getting 40-plus points this season. That would be a career high. Yeah, I'm good with that. So Vetrano having kind of a career year, and he's still got some years to go on his contract. If he can continue to play like this, then I've got to feel pretty good as a Ducks fan to see him put up these type of numbers. So I like it a lot. On this game against the Flames, I thought that was one of their best efforts of the season. Now, they did allow 41 shots, but Frank Vitrano, I think by himself, just played a spectacular game. I like him a lot. I would not be surprised if he gets in that second line and just pairs up so well with whoever they put him with. I'm fine with that. Max Comtois scored. So did Scott Harrington. At one point, the Ducks had a lead. They had a 4-3 lead going into the third. And then Milan Lucic happened again. Milan Lucic, he likes to just score on the Ducks, doesn't he? He does. And then Michael Stone late in the game. And stop me if you've heard this one before. The Ducks allowed a late goal with under three minutes left to blow the game. I feel like I've 
maybe talked about this before. Oh, yeah, I had a whole podcast about this maybe two, three months ago about how the Ducks blow late leads. Well, here you go. They did it once again. They had a lead. They gave up the game tying goal, and then they blew the lead with under three minutes left again. This is a pattern. This has been a pattern under the tutelage, if you can call it that, of Dallas Eakins. This has been the same thing over and over again the past four years, and that is one of the things that drives me nuts covering this team. It, it drives me nuts because they just blow leads left and right over and over and over again. Need I remind you about blowing that just stupid lead against the Wilds twice already? Need I remind you of how pissed off I was after that game? No, okay, not going to do it. Not going to get pissed off. But at this point, it's a pattern. There's five games left. Probably five games. Okay, I shouldn't say probably. Likely five games left in the Dallas Eakins era. The, that's got to change. Blowing these leads has got to change. It's not going to get any better the last five games, especially when you've got Edmonton coming up. That could be a bloodbath. But this one against Calgary, giving up 40-plus shots again for the 110th billionth time this season, yeah, it's a pattern. It's a bad pattern. And that was the final score. And Dostal, Dostal deserved better on this game. Lukash Dostal worked his ass off in this game and came up with a loss yet again. That's just how it's been. That's how it's been for the Ducks this season. The poor goaltenders are doing pretty much everything they can. And I cannot blame Gibby or Dostal for this season. Not at all. In fact, I kind of praise both of them for still having the compete level and still working as hard as they have this season. If it wasn't for the goaltending, the Ducks would be so far dead last, it'd be ridiculous. Even looking at the, at the game scorecards, they're not that far below as far as expected goals. They've done okay as far as expected goals allowed. But that's how it is. All right. We're going to end the podcast right there. And I'm just going to say thank you all for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. The email address is LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day, rest of the night. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together. <laughs>